What's going on, peeps? This is Vibrant Vernacular. I am Pashas. That's Shawan. It's Azalei. <laughs> What's going on, good people? So today um, for March, well, for the month of March, we're going to be highlighting topics that re- relate directly to women and women's issues for Women's History Month. Um, so our first topic for the month is going to be on body shaming and body envy. Um, we have some focus questions that we're going to kind of throw out there and just have a open discussion just on these topics. So, um, ladies, what is body shaming in your thought? Like, what do you define as the body shaming? For me, without looking at a formal definition, it just all that I've known or heard or come to understand about the topic is body shaming is anytime somebody makes a woman feel bad for things they can't control. Um, Whether it's her physical features, most of the time, it's always the physical features, Mm -hmm. but just anybody, anytime someone has an issue with it and they try to belittle the person who can't help what they were blessed with. I would agree. It's just overall ridicule of physical appearance, whether you don't have enough or whether you have too much of something. Somebody got something to say. According to their standards. Yeah, like who's to say what the the, the norm or, you know, the cutoff point is. You know what? I agree. And you know, it's weird. I try to like look at where it could, like I always try to look at where things stem Uh from and like I'm just trying to, like, in my mind, trying to play back, like, what could cause us feeling like you have to look a certain way? And it's kind of like always, you know, we always kind of draw back to, like, the Western imagery of beauty, like, their standard of beauty and how, I guess, you would compare yourself to that. Yeah. You know, which is kind of, I would say, unfair because not all of us are white, you know, ultimately, or, you know, have their genetic buildup in order to feel like we should have to compete with the standard when everybody has their own body everybody has their own set of genetics so how can you expect me to fit a cookie cutter image or what beauty is supposed to be right so that's becoming increasingly difficult for our young people not even young people I would say anybody who who walks out or, you know, even logs on to the internet right now. Because social media, that's what I guess it focuses on. Like it's designed to put pictures up there, not necessarily dialogue. So you're looking and comparing yourself to, you know, who's getting the most likes for how they look or, you know, what fashion trend. And you try to mimic that. Not sometimes not knowing that it's a beauty standard, but it may be like a certain style, if that makes sense, that you're trying to emulate. But I don't know. I think with just this generation, like we look for likes. And then if we get enough likes, that's the beauty standard for the day. Yeah. Up or changing their features and wigs mm. to, um, you know, look biracial or African-American. Um, so I think I think we are the beauty standard now um, and my how roles have changed <laughs> but I just thought that was interesting. that's another way to look at like a I don't want to say body shaming um, I don't know how I feel about that um, 
I think it's a compliment that you want to be black, but there's <laughs> more that comes to just your hair and your makeup with being black. So you got to kind of take it all. But you know what? I think we've always been the standard of beauty. Because I mean, if you look back at history, how many times have they raped and pillaged Africa? And not just the land and the resources, the women, you know? Like, mm-hmm. um, even even today, like, a lot of women, like white women, when you ask them about their skin color, no, I'm too pale. I need to go tan so I can get mm-hmm. my skin a little bit darker. And mm. then even back in the day during slavery, like I think in the Victorian period, when they had those booths, what are those, the bustles that they would put on the back of their dresses to make their butts look bigger oh, under the dresses. Man. So like when you really think about it, like our body images have always been the image of copy. Like it has mm-hmm. been always the, the image of beauty. Like what well, I saw something on Instagram as as you were talking about, and it was like first they copy. I mean, first they ridicule, then they copy. And they mm-hmm. were just saying how that's pretty much how they see us. So I feel like with the body shaming to tie it all in, like they talk about how dark our skin was, how coarse our hair is, and all of this stuff. And then next thing you know, Kim Kardashian is rocking cornrows. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they're tanning to make their skin the same skin that they they ridicule. They want to make their skin look that dark. Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. Oh, that's so. You brought up so much that I never even think about. You know, like on the right. I'm so. I guess it's sad to say I'm so used to it. And it's a lot of the times, like I think, what's frustrating with our culture is things that we do are considered ghetto or our yes. hair. We've lost jobs or not gotten interviews, you know, because of such. But when another culture does it, it's, oh, this is cool. This is a fad or she's being trendy. It's and it's important. like, no, again, it's more than just a hairstyle. And funny, I don't know if this is accurate. I read it. I never researched on it. But with cornrows, they said that slaves used to um, cornrow their hair. And that was kind of like roadmaps or like mm-hmm. patterns of certain places um, oh. for them to remember where to go. So again, it's deeper than just, you know, a, a trend or a fad when someone else does it. I think at the end of the day with Black people, or at least in my opinion, is we just want credit for it. Like exactly. don't, don't just say, you know, oh, this is cool or this is trendy or no, I'm not trying to, what's that big word, cultural appropriation I think there we go exactly like you got to give credit where credit's due so I mean we definitely give credit you know as slave masters we would never say y'all weren't (laughs) but (laughs) you got to give us credit for certain things so and I think that's the big thing and it's kind of like you know sometimes I I hear why does everything got to be a race issue why does everything why doesn't it and like even with the cornrows like I also heard that was accurate as a way as well as they would sew food like rice and 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 beans in the braids as well so on the journey they would have food you know Mm. what i'm saying so like i've heard like a lot of little tales as to why we do And, and and a lot of times like what i hear about our hair being coarse is in africa the sun how it's beating down on your body and your skin you couldn't have the frail thin hair so our you know what I'm saying because we're yeah we had to adapt like our our bodies adapted to be the way they are for purposes of you know survival 
ultimately. So for you to ridicule that and then want to have that as well. And it kind of, exactly. And it just bothers me, I think, all the way around because the depths that we go through to to have the Coke bottle shape or, you know, whatever the shape mm-hmm. is that we're, we're uh, um, saying is the perfect shape now, we know people that are dying to have certain features that are being talked about in these rap songs or mm-hmm. flaunted on this Instagram and all social media mm-hmm. when it's really not to me necessary. You know, I feel like we should be appreciating the differences in each other's bodies versus feeling like, okay, cause you're skinny. Then now all of a sudden you're too skinny. Oh my gosh, that's so ugly. Why are you so that so skinny? You know, mm-hmm. you need to eat to thicken up. No, I'm fine skinny. Like, why is it a big deal? Why can't I just be skinny and happy? Why do I have to be thick? You know? Yes. Another excellent point. So... I think it should be about healthy, to be honest. Me too. Me too. And like, I know, <laughs> I used to always say it's funny. I used to see girls I said, well, you can't have everything. So you can't have a big breast, big butt, and thick thighs. Like, it, you don't ever see that. Like, either somebody's going to have a lack thereof in the breast department and maybe big hips and big, and big butts, but little skinny legs. Or, you know, she's going to have some big breasts, but her butt is not going to be there. You know, that type of stuff, you know. And it's very rare that you see somebody that has all three. It is possible. But, you know, I used to say it was a rarity to find that gym that has all three. Yeah, and I'm like what they call a total package. So yeah, I I get it. It's hard out here. But yeah, like you said, you can't have it all. Like it's so funny. <laughs> but, but why do y'all think it's it, it is why why do you think people are so caught up on having like I guess I don't know who who would be a good celebrity that we can say has the package that everybody is as, aspiring to have. I was thinking like Amber Rose. I don't know. Um, I mean, you've mentioned a few, but I don't know. I think it all goes back to I think one of y'all just said that your definition of what you feel is the standard. You know. Mm-hmm. And what like I was saying before if. If you walk outside, if you log on to social media or look at any magazine, like if you're bombarded with what's hot for that week, that day, like the trend, like y'all talked about. So it's really hard. Like, why are we so caught up? Because that's all we see. That's all the children are inundated with, like subconsciously. Sometimes it's just still like programmed into their subconscious mind, I feel just in images that they see on a daily basis or just talking to people. It's hard to escape it now. So why are we so caught up? Because there's nothing to combat or contrast or take the focus off of that. I've seen, it seems like there's there's no other way. So I'm not, I wouldn't want, I'm not blaming hip hop when I say this, but hip hop in essence now is the trend. It's the standard. Everybody wants to be included in some aspect hip-hop I mean it's kind of it is what it is like everybody wants to be included in hip-hop somehow whether it's dance trend whatever worldwide so hip-hop 
tends to like from music videos and some of the girls that you know in certain entourages they're kind of portrayed as you know hey this is you know the attention this is how I get the attention and usually those are kind of thicker shaped women Mm -hmm. so if that's what we're mimicking as like style and you know trend setting then naturally you kind of think hey well that looks good in that shape like because not to be funny if I go on Instagram I don't see nobody my size like (laughs) so you know from fashion nova models to you know socialites like it seems like everybody's shaped like a coke bottle and then you look back at the videos and that's you know what they're shaped like so I think because hip-hop is kind of like the standard now yeah trend Mm -hmm that everyone tries to mimic it and then that's what they put out there I mean and I'm not discrediting it some of those girls I think are actually shaped like that some we don't have but I mean there's so many other ways to be beautiful that you don't have to you know go that route yeah but think about how the transition of it is though as like because I love that you brought that up think about it though European standard of beauty back in the day and this is pre-Sir Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> oh, Lord. She's so pre. Think about it. Like, even in his song. <laughs> think about That's like a quintessential song to kind of, like, to segue into what you were saying. As like, think about it. When he says... I like... Yeah, and he was like, um, what did he say about it? He's like, so Cosmo says you're fat. Well, I ain't down with that. And he was like... like <laughs> Oh, this your song. God, this your song. I can't even think of the words when he was talking about like flat booty girls in the song. You know, like he literally broke it down into what you're talking about now. He literally broke that down in, in the verses of that song. And it's crazy because maybe that's where, you know, everything kind of not saying Damn. his song is the 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 downward spiral of how we see um how women should look. But I feel like he was doing that to empower us because the imagery before that was you got to be being full skinny. You know what I'm saying? Not have any shape whatsoever, the model shape. And yeah. that wasn't us. <laughs> That's why you kill me. Tell me some you don't see yourself on Instagram. Like nah, for me, I'm waiting like, for little booties to come back. But that's the thing. It's not all about the apples. You know, the apples. It's not all about the apples. That's my problem. Like, for me, in school, I never had breasts. Never. I was always TLC, Tidulous Crew, however you want to call it. And, like, it wasn't like I didn't want to have them you know what I'm saying like I used to always be like man what can you do oh they said you could rub butter on your chest you know those little crazy things that they used to say back in the day (laughs) that you could do to get breasts I'm not gonna say I did or didn't do those things um but I'm gonna say that those were the the topics for me like in high school at Oscar Smith it wasn't necessarily about butt. It was about having a figure, period, whether you had big breasts or a big butt. It was just something that you had to have to stand out. And yeah. I was always tiny, like um, 4'10", people. So I was always tiny and I was always skinny. So I didn't really have a figure. You know what I'm saying? So I had the imagery, too, like, wow. If I was a little bit thicker, maybe the guys would think I was attractive. But I um, never, like thought about it like just having a big butt you know what I'm saying it was just about having something to stand out 
crazy. Yeah, I just, I never thought about that. Like, y'all always give me like a fresh perspective. I will say that. <laughs> I wasn't striving to have more. I guess the, with the breast part about the butter and stuff. Yes, I heard that. And that just kind of, I was like, yeah, right. You know, but I guess just having kids, you know, everything took shape, you know, <laughs> took off like it was supposed to. In the, but I think, yeah, the song that you were describing, just people listen to that and they're like, yeah, you know, like that is, you know, guys, I say again, subconsciously, you know, they listen to that song over the years. They know the words, you know, and I think it seeps in when you're cho when they're choosing their mate. You know, I think it really does. People are just caught up on it and it's good for bragging rights, I guess. When you, you know, the guy's describing you know how guys talk. I'm not sure, but I think we're caught up on stuff like that because it's constantly brought up or mentioned or mm -hmm. referenced in some way. It's funny because my sister is like, we are all different shapes. Like every one of us are different shapes. So like my sister under me, um, she has bigger breasts and she has wider hips, but she doesn't really have a butt, you know. <laughs> and then my other sisters are both athletically built you know what I'm saying so they have like the thick strong legs and arms and I feel like each one of us are beautiful and I I don't think I'm prettier than either one of them just because I have a big butt I don't I don't see that at all you know what I'm saying so when I look at them I'll look at them sometimes and I'm like god peepee -pee, that daggone shirt like you're getting on my nerves like I can't wear that it. shirt the way you do and then my other sisters, they have those, their legs. So like they can wear some shorts and I'm just like, you know, I would never be able to wear these shorts because of, I guess, having a big butt. It, I don't, I don't feel like it would look attractive because now my butt cheeks are hanging out the bottom of my pants, even though that's trendy. That's a style, just let you know. Like, no, I'm good on that. Like, I have a level of self-respect. I, I feel like that is just so disrespectful to walk around with any parts of your body just hanging out of the bottom of your pants. Like, what attention <laughs> am I trying to get? I have a daughter. <laughs> I have a daughter. The total package, she was blessed in that department. And I want her to feel good about it, but I don't want her to feel good about it. And then now I have her friends trying to get butt shots because I'm bragging that my daughter has a nice shape. You know? And that's the standard, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's unfair to her. You know, okay, we can't praise your shape because I don't want other people feeling envious that you have this body and, and they don't, you know, which isn't yeah. fair ultimately either. So I like how you brought up family, though, because in essence, I think that should be your standard of beauty. So everyone's pretty in their own different way. Yeah. And I think as long as that is kind of like the beauty standard that you grow up with, I don't really think it makes you... It shouldn't make you, I should say, like want to change, you know, who you are. I Like my grandma and my mom were, are like y'all complexion. I never thought, mm -hmm. day, you know, I'm too brown. Like I got to look like them to be pretty. No, like they were like, you're a pretty little girl. Like in color and certain things were just never brought into play, if that makes sense. And it's just yes. like, we're not blessed in the butt department. We're blessed up top. But I mean, 
nobody was like, I'm going to go get these injections. And with the downtime and all that comes with it, I'm just not built for it. Like, I don't like pain. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not trying to sit under the knife and then have to deal with my three children um, <laughs> trying to recover. You know what I'm okay. saying? On my own, just to look good at a dress. Like, um. I, I just can't see myself putting myself through it. So I don't really have a desire to get any any forms of plastic surgery. Like, I'm just, like, getting older. So where everything is at in its place is going to be where it's going to be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And if the gym yeah. can't take care of it and healthy eating can't take care of it, then I, I'm just not going to do it. They want to look good. Like Kelly Rowland, you wouldn't know that she has. She got her breast net. You know what I'm saying? Gained weight a long time ago, I think. She was. No, I she guess. just got her breast done. She said oh. she wanted to look better in shirts. But that's oh. it. And if you look at Kelly Rowland, you would not know. Like, she's a beautiful figure. And mm-hmm. even with the the breast, you know, that she got done, it doesn't take away from who she is. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's something that you're going to be like, dang, look at Kelly Rowland's breast. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like, she don't flaunt it. Exactly. And she's still naturally, I mean, I guess not naturally, but she's still a beautiful woman even with the enhancements, like she didn't go all out for the attention seeking aspect of having those enhancements. You could tell that she did it for herself, you know, and yeah. not for the attention of the public. And I think that's the the difference I would say. Yeah. So to kind of wrap things up, anybody have any food for thought? Um, so one of the things that I would definitely say is, um, yeah, the, mental health side of things, it really goes a long way to actually be in tune with what you want and why you want it and your your reasons being solid. You know, if it's something that is, I guess, who are we to say is justifiable, but something you can justify as other than going with a trend, I say more power to you. You know, um, definitely mental and physical health are more important than keeping up with the trend. Um, same. Just be healthy about whatever decision you make. Make sure it's a decision solely for you. Um, and also just kind of educate yourself on mm-hmm. nationality. <laughs> um, because black people come in many different colors, shapes, and sizes, and we're all kind of cute. So <laughs> you know, no, because kind of like Pashas was saying, like, so for example, I'm black, I look black, but my name's kind of wild. So I can still be in front of somebody and they will still ask, what are you? Mm -hmm. Um, Black? No, I mean, like, you know, where are you from? (laughs) Like, I just, I don't understand. It's like, there's so many different aspects to us. Names, like colors, sizes, shapes that we can't just put us all into one category. So kind of just educate yourself. I feel like we come in so many different colors and shades because we're so beautiful and diverse and dynamic and just we have that black people as a general magic like we have everything in one package that everybody tries to you know emulate in certain forms of fashions or embrace each other like just embrace the fact that you have that diversity because it makes us special it really makes us special. Amen. I agree. And um, 
just to add to that really quickly, one of the things um, now that we're in the month of March, we you definitely started off with an excellent topic to bring to light, which is the body shaming. And with it being Women's History Month as well, I wanted to talk about at least one woman who totally has had her own experience with body shaming before we gave it a name. And this woman, her name is Sarah Bartman. And um, you can pronounce her first name a few different ways, depending on where you're from. But um, Sarah Bartman was we're believed to be from South Africa. And she was a woman who, due to her large buttocks, she was exhibited as like a freak show attraction during the 19th century in Europe under the name Hot and Tot Venus. Hot and Tot was a name for the Kwai people. And it's a, an offensive term, like now in hindsight, of course. And Venus referred to the Roman goddess of love. And this part struck me as really, really, like they say, an oxymoron. How can she be a goddess of love, which is seen as a great thing, but at the same time, she's being broadcast and put on display as a freak show. Like, it's it's really, really, the more I think about it, it's just like, wow, you know, body shaming. In the, she was born in 1789 in Cape Colony, and she moved with her family to England with her employer, who was a free black man. And um, people sought after her, like they sought to see her for money on the London stages. So Sarah spent a lot of her time, she spent about four years on stage in England and Ireland. And her treatment, the way people treated her, it caught the eye and the attention of a British abolitionist who argued that her performance was indecent and that she was being forced to perform against her will. But unfortunately the court ruled otherwise. And um, it's just hard to say, you know, if, what, what part was valid for her contract if she was doing this. I know, I know we all know in hindsight, once again, that it doesn't, this doesn't seem like something that somebody would do out of their own free will. Somebody I feel was making money out of it. But the point is this woman back in the 17, 1800s had to deal with body shaming. And her name was Sarah Bartman. So my, like so much respect just goes out to the women that came before us who had to deal with this. And like I said, it didn't have a name back then. That's crazy. Yeah. And the fact that everybody is buying to have her shaped down through whatever yeah. means necessary. Yes. Yeah. insane. And I read a little bit about her, too, that even after she passed away, they had her body parts on display. Yes, so she was still treated like an animal, so to speak, or a freak show, um, yeah. you know, at her death. It wasn't until, I think, a couple years later that 2000 they... and t- No, 2002. Oh, was it 2002? Wow. 2002, when they got her back to Africa. Yeah, exactly. And then buried her correctly. So I don't know out of control that's really crazy and it's hard not to be like annoyed and angered by that and it just it really shows you like you know like you said after her death I believe I was reading something um about how medically you know they were trying to just you know looking into things genetically and it's almost like even in her death I don't feel she's able to just 
rest. You know how people say rest in peace. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like one of those things. Agreed. Learn from your history.